Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing The Punisher, Season 2, Episode 13, The Whirlwind. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm doing great. I'm not. I'm not doing well at all. Why? Because the Punisher's over? I am so mad at the Punisher. Why? Like, I get it. I'm I'm not, not even really mad at the Punisher. I am mad at the show. I loved it so much. But I am so heartbroken. Like, may, maybe the most scarred I have ever been from any moment of television. <laughs> and I watched season, what happens to, uh, to Dax in season seven of DS9. Um, but this is maybe the worst I've ever felt on te- about a television show. Okay. And I don't mean quality. This was amazing. Oh, this show is so freaking good. But the moment when Frank shoots, okay, hold on. Yep. I, all I said was Frank shoots. So that's definitely not a spoiler. <laughs> Certainly um, not a spoiler. Spoiler alert. I'm about to spoil the, this, this, the, the, the whole thing. I'm, I'm we're spoiling, spoiling the whole lot 13 of, of Punisher of season two. So if you haven't watched Punisher, what are, the, are you doing? What the hell are you doing what here? What are you doing with your life? Go watch Punisher. But, uh, it is better content than this. Um, so you say you're driving. I say I don't care. Watch it while you're driving. It's worth it. Um, yeah. Get on the bus, loser. Get on the bus and watch some Netflix. Um, okay. <laughs> now, we have properly spoiler alerted. The moment when Frank shoots Billy is maybe the most heartbreaking moment I have ever experienced on television. Yeah. I feel hollow inside just thinking about it again. I am so hollow inside, and I, I, you, you just caught up and finished this. I watched this episode like a week ago, and I am still feeling hollow inside. Oh, it hurts! Like I wanted. There were two things on offer with by Bill with Billy right there. Billy was offering to apologize to Frank, and. He just wanted to be comforted in his moments of death, moment of death. And Frank doesn't want this. And that's why he, one of the reasons he shot that gun, but Billy was offering Frank the chance to give him some forgiveness because that would have been good for Frank, like very good for Frank. If he had been able to, 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 to let some of this, vengeance off of his shoulders put down some of this pain and say you you were partially responsible for the death of my family but you were once my brother and i'm gonna he could I, i just wanted him i didn't want him to like forgive him i just wanted him to sit down with him Knowing that he's about to die and them to be brothers one last time. Like that's what yeah. I thought we were going to get when he walked into that room. I was like, Oh, and then he's like, if it's anyone, I'm glad it's you. I, I come be my brother one last time. You know, this is, he's just so sad laying on the, and then he just pulls the trigger. It was the most, like I was ready for the most, like the most catharsis I've ever had on television. And then they yep. stole it away. <laughs> I am so mad. <laughs> There's no other show that can do that. 
other than the Punisher. I don't like, know that any other show would have done that. I, other, yeah, other shows no other show could get away with that. That's that may be true. I'm not sure that this show gets away with it. I am so mad. <laughs> I am so mad. <sighs> this is the. I'm just so heartbroken. I'm so yep. heartbroken. Like I can't get over that scene. I just can't. Like I'm. It's been weak. It's been a week, Jeff. Do you, uh, you know what Frank said? All this that's happened, you got to get past it. Sometimes things they come into your life. And they change you. Oh, God, stop. I think this episode might have changed me, Jeff, and not for the better. Not for the better. (laughs) Please don't remind me of... Oh, that was a a tough scene, too. Yeah, I I loved that scene. See, that's the thing, is like, Punisher is growing, and he's learning to love again on some levels, but he still has no forgiveness in his heart. None. None at all. And it is so hard. It is so hard to watch. Because mm. you care so much about Frank Castle. And like watching him go down, you know, this super dark road is just it's it's really difficult. Yeah. Because like this is a guy that you know like <laughs> given any kind of, you know, super awful circumstances like he went through, it might you might go the same way, you know? You might go down that same kind of super dark path. You probably wouldn't kill as many people. Uh, you know, you're not a, a Marine, but I don't know that. I don't know what you would be capable of. Yeah. I don't know what I would be capable of, given those circumstances. The thing that this show is making us watch is a man make decisions that we all know from every like every story we've ever been told... We know that this kind of vengeance is not good. Yep. We know it's not good, like, it doesn't have good results, but also it's just not good for the person. It's not good for your heart. It's not as, good for your soul. As, as, uh, as the, the wise poet Will Smith once said, hate in your heart will consume you too. You know? Thank you, Will Smith. Yeah. Just the two of us. 19, <laughs> 1990, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably he was probably quoting something, but I don't know what. So for me, it's Will Smith. So, so, so we just know that he's going, he's doing things that are going to hurt him. But the thing that the show has done strange is we're not seeing those uh, repercussions bear out on screen. <laughs> yeah, he just internalizes all of it. And that's like the the repercussions that he has to deal with are just the mental repercussions of like this is what I have to deal with. But he's already said, you know, I can live with anything, I can do anything. Doesn't make it easy. Yeah. And I don't in many ways, I don't like that. Because I think that the show is probably doing a disservice to its watchers. We are sanctifying <laughs> this man who is just the representation of repression <laughs> and and like misdirected anger. I don't understand. And I, I think that that's probably a bad thing that this show is doing for the world. How? Um, <laughs> I don't get it. He should not be our hero. Frank Castle should not be our hero. Frank Castle should not be anyone's hero. Yes. He's not the hero you need. But damn it, he is the hero you've earned. I don't know. I don't know. I 
I, I like I like do. I think about the guys over from uh, Superhero Ethics. You guys check them out. Great podcast. Um, th- they talk about this a lot. How Frank is not a hero, and they want yeah. the show to talk about the consequences. And so that may, maybe their influence that's got me really thinking about that. Just the moral shaky ground that this show is standing on. Yep. <laughs> I had uh, so hard his his killing of Billy like. I just, I just wanted some, I don't know. Maybe that's just not what the Punisher gets. The Punisher is, he's living by the sword and dying by the sword, both of them. And he's living, and Punisher is living by the sword and he is, uh, internalizing everything by the sword. I'd, <laughs> oh gosh, it's rough, man. Yeah, it's it so is. hard. It really is. Cause we thought Frank's just gonna walk over there and he's gonna hold his head until he dies and then you know that's going to be the end of it they're going to they're going to finally kind of reconcile and finish that arc and you know come full circle they finished the arc all right oh yeah they finished the arc but frank doesn't want that full circle he doesn't want he doesn't want billy's apology no he doesn't want billy's you know regret for anything he says you've done what you've done and you need to be punished for it that's the thing it's all in the title he's the punisher Yep. I don't know why you expected anything else. I don't either. I don't either, <laughs> but I was so heartbroken. I was too. They set it up with this guy who has been through a lot, who is brain damaged, who yeah. doesn't remember the bad man he became. I mean, sure, he became a different kind of bad man here, um, but he, he, still, he just doesn't remember the things he did to his best friend. The conversation he had with Curtis was so heartbreaking. Yep. You know what broke my heart the most about that was Curtis's face. The, the face that he had that just, it had written all over it, like, I am so done with you, but I can't completely let go of what we used to have, so I'm not going to completely screw you over. But I am not like it was that kind of uh, I, I don't have to save you kind of thing. Well, I I would push back on that because I think he called Frank. He did. He called Frank. I think then he he wasn't he did completely screw him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he completely screwed him in a way that it was okay for Billy. You think Billy that wanted was okay to, for Billy? I think Billy wanted to die. I think he was okay with dying, but he didn't want to, like the cops called on him to be taken in and like patched up and then kept in prison. Like that's not what he wanted. That's not how I took that scene. I think that he wanted Curtis to come down and be with him. And if Curtis wasn't going to come down and be with him, he just wanted to be left alone. When he said, "Don't call the cops," well, he said, "I don't want to be alone when I die." Right. I just don't think he was thinking about Frank. As an option. I don't think Billy was. No, Um, probably not. The the thing that I just... This show did it beautifully. This show broke my heart beautifully. (laughs) It did a great job of breaking my heart. Uh, Everything else... uh, Like, from just like a storytelling perspective, we never got a final battle, really, between Billy and Frank. You know? Yeah. Like, this show kind of robs you of that expected climactic battle scene. 
I think that the the climactic battle scene was meant for Madani because Frank already had his where he messed up his face, sure. and that didn't seem to work. But Madani still had that, you know, that that deep seated hatred of him and fear of him at the same time. That hatred for what he did, the fear of what he might you know continue to do or or do again kind of thing yeah so i think that that was meant for her and i think that they did that really well in that she wounded him she got it out she feels a lot better about you know dealing this blow that will eventually kill him because we you know we saw in episode four a gut shot will you know take a couple of hours to kill you yeah um, and so she that's what she got on on billy was you know if you got shot so it's gonna take a couple hours and then we get the Punisher in to, you know, clean up and finish the job. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I think that was the story they were trying to tell. But I I still wanted a resolution there. And I, and I, I know they didn't want to give it to me. Like, I get it. It just hurts. It hurts me. Like, I, I wanted a resolution. I wanted, like, either a resolution where Frank not necessarily forgives him, because I don't think that'll ever happen, but nope. I could see a place where he he sees that Billy's dying, and there's no reason not to sit by him and let him die with someone there. Um, let him just die, you know, as a brother. But man, no, it's not nope. happening. It's just not happening, nope. and I don't know why I believed it could. <laughs> I know that it's dumb to think that. I know that that's not how Frank operates. But man, it, it, it the, he didn't even say anything. Like Frank didn't even need any comfort of his own words. He didn't even have anything. He didn't have any last words to say to Billy. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, he was done with it. He was just done, and it broke my heart. I wanted some sort of. I wanted something more, and I, the fact that I didn't get it will stick with me longer than anything they could have done. So they did the right thing. It just <laughs> drives me nuts. Yep, yep. Uh, and I don't think that. I don't think there's any recovery from it. Like if there's a third season on Netflix, I don't think like the whole time you're gonna be like, but you just like murdered Billy, just like completely trashed him. No, I you, think you broke my heart, Frank. I I did, I definitely think there's they could bring the Punisher back. I don't know if I need them to though. They did as as I said with um with Daredevil, they left this show in a place that if they never do bring it back, this is a great ending. Yeah, it was a good place. It was a really solid place. Like we get we get the the whole like moving on of everybody. If we're just going to go ahead and talk about the end, yeah, yeah. Um, Madani's moved on. She's in the CIA. Amy went to Florida. Uh, Frank has healed his face uh, magnificently. Has no scarring from those huge open wounds that he had, right, on his face. This show is not good at expressing facial scars. Not no, not at all. Um, <laughs> And, you know, Frank has moved on to being the Punisher. Like, yeah, he's just he's driving his F-150 around and taking out gangs. Yeah. He just has a job now. Like that's that's I love that that line. She's like, yep, I got a job, Madani. I got a job, Madani. I'm this is just what I do now. I just murder people who are going to yep. do bad things to prevent them from doing the bad things. Um, anyway, I think the season was wonderful. 
just absolutely wonderful. Yes, I agree fully. I I really like how um, the uh, the the pilgrim arc played out. Like they, you know, we we get this sense of like they are two unstoppable forces just clashing against each other. And neither one of them can really get the upper hand on the other. You know, they're having their, their shootout, their gunfight in the two hotel rooms, just weaving back and forth between each room. And which was phenomenally done. That entire time I was just enthralled with how they were, you know, switching and weaving and, and, you know, all the while firing at each other and everybody in the hotel is just like evacuating. But these two guys are just like duking it out. Oh my God. I'm glad you brought that up. I thought that scene was great too, from a just fun fight scene perspective, but from a character perspective, it pissed me off a lot. Why's that? Because Frank was just ready to let himself die because he shot through a wall and thought he had killed people, innocents. And then he spent an entire, like, five or ten minute scene just <laughs> firing through a wall, blindly. Yep. Sure, blindly. he thinks he knows the other guy is where he is, and he, there's, he and thinks, alone. yeah, exactly. But he doesn't know. He is, like, it's obvious that his whole experience with those three dead women did not have any impact on him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, he's, he's untouchable now. Ugh. Yeah, so that bothered me. I wanted I wanted him to learn his lesson, at least like maybe I need to be more careful. And then the very next episode, he just fires into a uh, another wall blindly for a while. <laughs> like for a lot longer than he did in the, that other episode. Yeah, a significant amount of time. Until the wall is no more. Yeah, until he can jump through the wall. It is now post-wall. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Oh man, what do you think the uh, what do you think the cleaning crew is gonna have to uh, to do there? Like, <laughs> you think they walk in and they're just like, "What the actual hell?" Uh, Punisher does not do good things to hotel rooms. He doesn't. He uses them for whatever tactical purposes he needs. <laughs> I really enjoyed the one from earlier in the season. I think it was episode two. Where uh, he, she has to take the bullet out of his butt in that hotel room, and oh, yeah. he, he he uses the two hotel rooms that are backed up against each other. That was really genius. Oh yeah, they they circled back on that. He came through a wall again. Yes, he did. He's going from. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you know what's funny is now that I think about it, the technique that the uh, pilgrim used to protect himself there was the same technique. Like he he got two adjacent hotel rooms with a connecting wall in this case a connecting door and then he stayed in one of them uh and then he pretended like he was staying in the other one so when the punisher came for him that's why he wasn't there yep that was pretty clever uh that it was it, it was just it was just showing that they're even more similar than we realized they're even tactically similar yeah they, that's you know it goes to show that parallel even even stronger yeah and i think that Punisher sees some of himself in John. Yeah. Especially when, when he said, you know, they've got my kids, my two boys. Yes. And Frank's like, shit, I can't just kill this guy. I don't know, man. He, he definitely could have killed him and still gone and saved the kids, maybe. Because John did some pretty dark things this season. He did. He killed some pretty innocent people. 
um, I'm trying to think back, but he definitely killed, yeah, he definitely killed some innocent people. Um, he definitely, had, he definitely hurt some innocent people at the very least. Yes. I'm trying to think of who all he killed. Um, but yeah, he hurt innocent people. He definitely threatened to hurt a lot of more people. And I just didn't never, I never got the sense that he had a code like Frank. Yeah. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, the only person I can think of the innocent that he shot was the guy from episode three or four when he shot the guy in the stomach, the cop, but that guy did survive. So, yeah. Yeah. He's, he seems to be more like, I don't want to have to hurt you, but if you do keep me from my goal, then I will do what, what I need to. Yeah. But within reason, almost. I think what he what he is is he's as as John said in the first episode about Punisher, he's somebody's dog. And Punisher was somebody's dog. And Punisher, uh, Frank, when he was in when he was in the service, he, he thought he was serving the right people, and he did some bad things. He killed that uh, he killed that one agent, uh, Agent Madani's partner. Because he Zubair, thought, he, yeah, yeah, he thought he was doing the right thing, and then he finds out later the people who are leading him are leading him astray. And I think he sees that same thing with John. He sees that John could be a good man if he got let off the leash, and so he lets him off the leash. Now, now, where what happens to the pilgrim now, and how much of a responsibility of Frank's is it that he makes sure the pilgrim doesn't continue to be evil? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, John didn't want to have to do any of that. Like, he he kept saying to the Schultzes, like, this guy hasn't done any harm to me. And then they're like, but he's threatening our way of life. And he's like, yeah, I guess so, sure. Yeah. In the end, he really wanted out, but they threatened his children. And that's... So, so it's definitely an interesting... It's interesting that Frank let him live. Yeah. Why did he not fit Frank's code? And I guess it's because he had kids and because he realized he was doing it out of duress. But he still did some dark things. He was still very much ready to kill Amy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't he kill Amy and her friends? He did not kill Amy. Well, no, I'm right. No, sorry. Amy's <laughs> boss and her friends, which Frank touched on. Amy said he killed a bunch of innocent people, and Frank said they got killed because they were doing blackmail conspiracies. You know, like yeah. So yeah. Fr- Frank was like, they were involved. They were just as complicit. That's why they died. So I, I guess I guess they they did a pretty tight job of making sure he never actually killed any innocents this season. That I'm remembering. I can't remember. Yeah. As far as I know, he didn't kill anybody that was like truly. Innocent. Sure. I think that killing the people that Amy was friends with was probably pretty close, though, but that's that's probably why they never showed it on screen. We also aren't completely certain that he is the agent of that. No, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are, because he, he walked into the room while Amy was under the bed. Yeah. Okay, well, that's probably about all for this Punisher episode. We still have one more episode to record tonight. we got to talk about Avengers Endgame, my friend. Oh, yeah, we do. So if you're hearing this, uh, we will be dropping another episode almost immediately after. So it'll probably basically go up at the same time. Um, so hope you enjoy these episodes tonight. And we'll be back to talk more Punisher because uh, we haven't done any feedback yet. So we're going to do a full feedback roundup probably next as our next week's podcast. So, yeah, uh, yeah hang out. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace. Until next time, true believers. True believers.